0: Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church, where we learn and grow together in Christ. We now join the church in worship.
1: Thank you, Henry. Good morning. Welcome to Bowen Springs Baptist Church for our morning worship service. It is a special Sunday for us as we celebrate Founders Day and we think about all the great folks that sacrificed and were obedient to God and beginning and starting Bowen Springs Baptist Church many, many years ago. If you're visiting with us today, we're glad that you are here. I'm going to ask everybody, just tear off that tab on the side of your bulletin. Come on, let me hear them we got a few going. If you're visiting with us today, please fill that out. And at the end of our service, if you'll just meet someone at the Welcome Center table, and we have a gift for you, but we want to get to know you and allow you to get to know us, on the back side of that is a prayer request form. So please fill that out as well. That's for all of us. Drop that off in the offering plate. If there's some way that we can be praying for you, a friend or a family member, a neighbor, please fill that out. Also, you can use those as care slips, care forms. We... um, We do want to be active in meeting the needs of those in our community and church family, and we do that through our care ministry that meets on Wednesday nights. So um, just write care at the top of that and put down any request, be it prayer, phone call, card, um, whatever the occasion may be, so that we can know how to attend to that. I want to draw your attention to a couple of announcements in the bulletin. We're not going to spend a lot of time this morning doing this, but do want to um, let you know about a question and answer session tonight at 5 o'clock in the Lighthouse Room which will be from our finance committee about tax issues with love offerings. So please be in attendance of that if you're interested in doing so at five o'clock in the lighthouse room. Note the Wednesday night fellowship meal. You can look on the back. The menu for that is on the back. If you need to notify the office of your attendance of that this week, please do that. I want to point out that tomorrow evening is a special training session for all our Sunday school teachers and leaders at Beaver Dam Baptist Church beginning at six thirty. Keith and I will be attending that. So if you would like to ride over there with us, meet us here at the church at six o'clock and we will head over together. That'll be a, a great evening of learning and fellowshipping together. So we want to invite all of our Sunday school teachers and leaders to, to do that. I want to remind deacons of their meeting tomorrow night as well.
2: I'm going to recognize Keith this morning as he uh, gets us started in worship. Good morning. Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist this morning for our special Founders Day service. We are so glad that each of you are here, our members and our special guests this morning. Uh, as a way to prepare our hearts for worship this morning, in just a moment after our uh, uh, short prayer this morning to lead us into worship, we will be having a prelude. And during that time, uh, we will be having deacon nominations. And we want to encourage our church members to allow this to, uh, to be a part of your worship as we begin our worship service step together this morning to nominate five names of individuals that you think uh, would make uh, good deacons and good leaders here at uh, Bowling Springs Baptist. And remember uh, just a couple things before, is before I pray this morning that you're not nominating a perfect person, but you're nominating somebody who's exemplified a mature spiritual growth. Uh, a mature spiritual christian who is who is has evidence of a growing faith and also that you have seen has a burden and concern for the church at large and so just keep those things in mind this morning as you nominate uh, deacons let's pray together father we thank you for this day we thank you for uh, your presence here with us this morning we're thankful for uh, those who have served and many who have who are now with you who have served here at Bowling Springs Baptist over the years for those who uh, saw a vision over 150 years ago to to start a church here in the Bowling Springs area. We're grateful, Lord, for the legacy uh, that that uh, we are continuing to live out uh, that they have, have left us with. And Father, we just pray, Lord, for your presence here with us today. We pray that Lord, not only as we honor our past and look to our future today, we pray that more importantly, God, that you would be honored in every prayer that is prayed, every song that is sung and every word that is spoken. Father, may you receive glory today. Prepare our hearts now to worship you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: As we take time to remember the contributions and the sacrifices that so many have made to build this church and to grow this church, we want to first acknowledge that it's all been for the glory of God. So let us praise God together as we stand and sing hymn number four, To God Be the Glory. Please stand.
2: I pray this morning I want to mention just a few concerns we want to be with the the church family would like to extend sympathy to the family of Alan Jones who passed away uh, early this morning at Peak Nursing Center I was there with Sonia a little after midnight Uh, Diane was there as well and a very peaceful time and um, we want to be in prayer for Sonia and uh, the children and uh, Alan's brothers and just the family at this time so please join me in a moment as we pray for them also we have many who are at home recovering right now and we just want to be mindful of those Uh, if you don't regularly receive the prayer list we encourage you uh, to contact the office or to let us know we have those available if you are not here on wednesday evenings and we have many that either have just come out of the hospital or have had some outpatient surgery and they would covet your prayers this morning also as we think about um uh, if we watch the news i don't watch as much now many of you know i don't yet have cable we will have that eventually at our house but we still do not have it um but uh i keep up with things on my computer or on my phone but let's also be mindful of the fact as we gather together and worship in a wonderful facility today uh, that uh, there are those who are fleeing for their lives all over europe uh, as refugees are fleeing the country of syria and are finding new homes and hoping to find new homes uh, in new countries with new people uh, some are coming to the united states and so let's be mindful These people, as we live and and, uh, go about our daily work, and we don't have these concerns about where we're going to sleep and how we're going to feed our children. And uh, yet there are people that are doing that right now all over the world that don't know where they're going to be living. And so let's be mindful of that situation and not only these people, but the governments and uh, the world events surrounding uh, this situation there in Syria. You have other concerns on your heart and mind this morning, and uh, it's a busy morning. There's a lot of things going on both during the service and after the service and maybe in your own life today, later today, and so let us spend just a few seconds in silence this morning. Maybe there's some things that you need to talk with God about as we continue to uh, enter into this time of worship, and then I will lead us in a prayer this morning. Let's pray together. Holy God, it's good to be still. We've had a lot of activity this morning. A lot of things happening here at the church, a lot of things that will be happening today, but right now in this moment, we pause. We prepare our hearts, we confess sin, we acknowledge your presence in our lives and in this world today, clear our minds of the things that would hinder us from worshiping you today, prepare our hearts to receive and our minds to receive the message that you would have for us today. If there's a work that needs to happen in our hearts and in our lives today, we pray that we would be open to allow you to do your work in us today. Father, our hearts are heavy this morning for the family of Alan Jones. We pray for Sonia, the children, and others in the family. Lord, we pray that you would be that good shepherd and that you would walk beside them through this difficult time. We thank you for Alan's life and what he meant to so many here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. We pray also today for those who are recovering at home who can't be with us and who would love to be here today but who are recovering from different procedures and surgeries and illnesses. We ask for your comfort and your presence in their lives today. We pray as well, Father, for our world and for the many uh, trials and difficulties that are taking place, Lord, specifically in Syria and, Lord, in Europe and, um, Lord, just uh, all the implications of this. Father, we pray that uh, those who need shelter and food would find it. We pray for peace, Father, not only in Syria but throughout our world today. Father, we know that's a big request, but we know that you're a big God. Help us, Lord, to know how we can play a part in, uh, in, in uh, ministering to these, uh, Father, who are in need right now. Lord, again, we love you. We thank you for your presence here with us today. We pray again for every uh, song that is sung and prayer that's prayed and word that's spoken. May it bring honor and glory to you. Bless each one here today, whether the faithful member or the first-time guest. Father, we love you. We commit this time to you today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said, amen.
3: You'll need the bulletin insert for our next hymn, and we'll, we'll sing these words to a familiar tune. We'll use Be Thou My Vision as the tune. These inspiring words that were written by our own Dr. Doug Bryan remind us to remain faithful to the work that God has called um, us as a body of believers to do. May we continue to be candles of witness in Boiling Springs and beyond. Please stand as we sing.
0: Before we pray, um, I want to share with you a verse from Second Corinthians 9, 7. Every man according as he proposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. During the times that's going on in the world right now with with all of our missions and our missionaries throughout the world, I think we all need to really look down in our hearts and uh, take sympathy on this and and do what we can to help in that. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for all the blessings that you bestow upon us each and every day, Lord. We ask your blessings on this church our staff, and we pray that as we seek to elect new deacons, that your will be done during this important time. Father, as we come to the time in the service to give of our tithes and offerings, we know that everything in heaven and earth comes from you. And as we reflect on all you have given us, help us to be eager to give freely back to you. A portion which is already yours. We ask your blessings on this offering this morning and pray that it may be used to further your kingdom, not only here, but throughout the world, to help spread your message so that your will may be done. For we ask all of this in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.
4: in what Jesus took me A little talk with Jesus makes, it right. it makes it right. You'll find a little talk with Jesus makes it right.
2: If you have your Bibles today again, I'd like to encourage you to turn to Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 42. Now in Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha which translated in Greek is called Dorcas. This woman was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity, which she continually did. And it happened at that time that she fell sick and died. And when they had watched her body, they laid it in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, having heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him, imploring him, do not delay in coming to us. So Peter arose and went with them. And when he arrived, they... Brought him into the upper room, and all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the tunics and garments that Dorcas used to make while she was with them. But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. She opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and raised her up, and calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. It became known all over Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Father, I ask that you would uh, speak to our hearts this morning, that the meditation of my mouth, that the, thoughts, that the thoughts of my heart, Father, would bring honor and glory to you. Father, speak to our hearts. Meet us at the point of our need this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Some of you have heard the name Fred Craddock. Some of those from Garden Web who may have had... Uh, that have current or former history in the religion department, or many of you who have been to seminary recognize the name Fred Craddock. He taught at Candler School of Theology at Emory University. And in address to the preachers, he said this. He said, To give my life for Christ appears glorious. To pour myself out for others. To pay the ultimate price of martyrdom. I'll do it. I'm ready. Lord, to go out in a blaze of glory. We think giving our all to the Lord is like taking a $1000 bill and laying it on the table and saying, "Here's my life, Lord. I'm giving it all." But the reality for most of us is that he sends us to the to the bank and he has us cash in the $1000 for quarters. I don't know if you've heard this before, but he says we go through life putting out 25 cents here and 50 cents there. We listen to the neighbor's kids troubles instead of saying, "Get lost." We go to a committee meeting when we could be doing other things. We give a cup of cold water to a shaky old man in a nursing home. Usually giving our life for Christ isn't glorious. It's done in all those little acts of love, 25 cents at a time. It would be easy to go out in a flash of glory. It's harder to live the Christian life little by little over the long haul. This morning we read in acts of a lady who lived her life 25 cents at a time. She lived her life daily with acts of kindness and compassion to those in her city of Joppa. The text tells us that she was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity, which she continually did. Again, it was not a one-time shot of kindness. It wasn't a blaze of glory deed that just was exalted above. you know, she, it wasn't the one-time act, but it was the continually making the tunics, caring for the poor abounding in acts of kindness and charity. To separate good deeds from the life of Dorcas would be like taking preaching away from Billy Graham, or golf away from Phil Mickelson, or music away from Roger Lowe, or Clemson away from Joel Dobbins. (laughs) That one doesn't need an amen. Um, But this woman was full of good works and acts of mercy, as we see here in verse 36. We also learn in verse 39, it says that... um, uh, when uh, when Peter arrived, they brought him into the upper room and all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the tunics and garments that Dorcas used to make while she was with them. So she had not only a ministry in the community, but it sounds like a specific ministry to the widows and to those who were at this day and age much less fortunate than one may be today we read of the city of, of Joppa. It's now called Jaffa, the ancient seaport of Jerusalem. It's outside what is now the modern day Tel Aviv. It has significant history throughout the scriptures with Jonah and uh, uh, when Jerusalem was being built and wood, uh, cedar would, be, would, would come down from Lebanon there at the seaport and would come in there at Joppa. It was a significant seaport town. We also learned a lot about Dorcas. Again, I mentioned verse 36 of chapter 9. Dorcas is a a transliteration of a Greek, a Greek word meaning gazelle. Some of you have heard this word before, meaning a female deer. It was often praised for its beauty. And so here, Dorcas is attributed this name. Tabitha merits the only use of the feminine form of a Greek word for disciple in the New Testament. Let me read that again. Tabitha merits the only use of a feminine form of a Greek word for disciple in the New Testament. The beauty and the grace of this gazelle made it an appropriate name for a woman, an appropriate name for a woman whose deeds were beautiful acts of kindness. Some thought that Dorcas may have been a deaconess at the church there, the newly formed church there in Joppa. The King James Version of this text this morning in verse 36 reads that she was full of good, of good works. And typical Luke characteristic in fashion, in in Luke and in Acts, when Luke is describing something, he uses the highest degree possible to do that. In his writings, Luke has been quoted as saying, or it's written, that one was full of leprosy, one was full of grace, full of faith. And here, in the King James Version, Luke tells us that Dorcas was full of good deeds. It is a teaching of Scripture in my conviction that one is not saved by good works, but one is saved by grace through faith, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 2 8 and 9. But having said this, the evidence of the interchange that has happened in our life because of the grace of God simply wants to convey our gratitude and our thankfulness, and the evidence of that interchange and that new life is evidenced through our good works. Titus 3 8 says, Those who have believed God will be careful to do good deeds. These are good and profitable for all men. Ephesians 2:10, after Paul was talking about this, this grace, he says in Ephesians 2:10, "For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. It is evident from the story that Dorcas or Tabitha had had deep friendships and had a great deal of respect among the local widows. Verse 39 says that all the widows stood beside Peter weeping and showing him again all the tunics and garments that she had made. These friends and the garments they are holding serve as tangible evidence of Tabitha's good works, of her relationship with other women and other people here in this community of Joppa. Verses 40 through 42, the miracle that Luke describes here, beginning at verse 40, he says, But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. She opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. This has great similarities uh, to Jesus' healing of Jairus' daughter in Mark chapter 5. Uh, that there's, there's similarity. Jesus also asked the people in the room to go out. And we see that here, is that she was placed in the upper room. And we know that Jairus' daughter was also placed in the upper room. And so we see uh, some striking similarities uh, to the healing of Jairus' daughter. Tabitha was influenced, excuse me, Tabitha was influential in the community in which she lived. Uh she helped to make her community a better place through her sewing uh through the sewing of the coats and other garments and also through her service to the poor we have people here at Bowling springs baptist church that have had great influence not only um uh, in the community but here through the Bowling springs baptist church as we are a part of our community and uh, we uh could go on and on today. I know before I came, there were several ladies and and individuals that passed and went home to be with the Lord. And um, we are grateful not only for their lives as we uh, remember them from this year, but other lives here recently from Bowling Springs Baptist that have went home to be with the Lord Uh, because of their legacy, because of their acts and their, their being full of good deeds and, uh, and abounding continually in good deeds. We are the better for it. Many of you sat under uh, some of the ones who are now in heaven, and uh, you could go on and on today about their influence and their uh, encouragement in your life. We're there for the birth of children. We're there for the death of a loved one, and, and we just can't words can't describe how much these individuals mean to us. Today, we have two individuals that we would like to recognize in a special way this morning. These two uh, ladies have been influential in this church for many years. And um, the, the church would, uh, would first like to recognize someone who has served faithfully in our church nursery for 41 years. And I would like to invite Polly McDaniel, if she will, to join uh, Ellen Humphrey's...
5: by Polly to stand. All of you have children who were rocked by Polly to stand. All of you have felt Polly's love through her rocking stand. Polly, 1 Corinthians... Let me try this. 1 Corinthians 13 says, Love never gives up, never loses faith is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. Loving babies for 41 years, you have cradled them in your arms. You have talked softly. You have gently let God's word and his strength through you be carried through to these babies. Polly never gave up when she was handed a baby. She took them in her arms. She spoke gently. She cradled. She soothed him till they loved her touch as they loved their mother. God used Polly as his servant to serve him. For 40 plus years have you have seen in this church proof of generations of love, generations of assurance that her years of rocking showed not only the gentle love from Polly but also the love that Polly had for her Lord. Her gift her love for babies, and her love for the Lord. Polly, we love you dearly. For many years of rocking our babies, our grandbabies, and generations more to come, God's assurance and proof that you're indeed his servant through our family, through our church, and into the future. We love you, Polly, and we thank you for being with our children and God's servant.
6: is Barbara Green and it's my honor to, to say a few words about Teresa Huggins. I first met Teresa Hamrick in the fall of 1960. We were freshmen at Gardner-Webb. She and Jane Beeson, Linda Walker-White, Linda and Ed had just gotten married, were among a group of girls from Boiling Springs and they all knew each other. I didn't know anybody because I was from Rutherford County. But they took me into their little group and thus began a friendship. When I first met Teresa 55 years ago, she was already active in the music program at this church. We've been talking about servants, and what is a servant? Well, I went to the dictionary, and this is what Webster had to say. A servant is one who is devoted to or guided by something, one that serves others, one that performs duties about the person or home of a master. I think it's plain to see Teresa's home has been Bowling Springs Baptist Church and her master has been and still is our Lord. We can probably count on one hand the number of people who have served as long and with as much dedication as Teresa Huggins. She has made life easy for ministers of music, she has touched countless lives and has spent countless hours in this service. If you ever were a member of her choir, or if you presently are, or if your child was and they've moved away, will you please stand quickly? <laughs> Look at all these people, Teresa. Thank you. As As we celebrate your dedication today, Teresa, we have a little gift as a token of appreciation for a lifetime of service. It's in a recycled bag. Teresa will be glad about that.
2: And let me just add that the number of years, if we have it right, is 58 years teaching children music here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. (laughs)
6: For those of you who can't see the quilt blocks, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about them. All the six inch blocks are some kind of music fabric. They have notes, the bass and the treble clef signatures. The sashing is the little green, that's what that's called. It's a green with a swirl in it. And the cornerstones are yellow and white gingham. And the back is two music fabrics. This quilt is named "Music, Music, Music," and the label reads, "This quilt is presented to Teresa Hamrick Huggins in grateful appreciation of sixty years." I didn't get the right number of years, but we'll just go ahead and add two in there. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, dedicated service in the music ministry of Bowling Springs Baptist Church, September thirteenth, twenty fifteen, made by Barbara Green, number one eighty. So, Teresa, thank you, and may God speed. We love.
2: As if you haven't stood enough today, I want to do one more thing, but uh, those of you who were asked to stand if you have been rocked or your children were rocked by Polly, or you or your children were in mrs teresa's music class if those two groups together could stand let's see how many individuals that is this morning look at that miss polly miss teresa amen thank you you may be seated but to know that polly and teresa you have affected the lives of so many people My son, I can speak personally, Uh, he did not have the privilege of being rocked by Miss Polly, but he did, he does have the privilege now of being in your music class, and that is one of his favorite parts, favorite times of the week, and he loves music and loves you, and so thank you very much for that. Um, Now we have a special guest, a special guest, she's not a special guest. We have someone in, in Teresa's current music program who's going to come and share in a song this morning, so Lindy Bryson, come and share with us this morning.
7: And we doubt your love of this life is a revealing of the greater thirst this world can't satisfy. And what if trials of this life, the rain, the storms, the hardest nights, are your mercies in disguise?
2: As our theme is service, Lindy, thank you for your service this morning uh, by using the gift that God has given you. And uh, what a wonderful gift that is. So thank you. And uh, today, as we think about Founders Day and we think about service, I want to share just a moment before Terry comes to lead us in a closing song this morning. But uh, today we remember, as as we have already reflected on Ms. Polly and Teresa, we remember those who have served here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. Uh, Many of you, as Polly has stood here and Teresa, are mindful of the many good memories that you have here and the many individuals, not only Polly and Teresa, but others who have helped you grow in your faith, helped you mature and walked with you through some trials. Whether it was a young mother uh, in in the midst of some sadness and some trials at home, or whether it was, uh, you know, a young child uh, in the nursery or uh, in music class that's going through some difficult times. And so uh, we are reminded, and I want to encourage the entire church family, those who serve for 41 years, for 58 years, those who serve for a year or anywhere in between need a word of encouragement. And so my challenge for you this morning is to identify maybe it's your Sunday school teacher, maybe it's someone who you've noticed here at Bowling Springs Baptist that has been faithful in their service. They're not recognized today with a gift, but yet they need that word of encouragement from you. And so my challenge for you is to identify one or two people this week That you could write a note of encouragement, maybe take to lunch, maybe uh, pick up the phone and give them a call and just speak a word of encouragement, a word of um, affirmation to them for their faithfulness. And so uh, just be mindful of that and think of those individuals uh, this week. It's exciting to see how many of you have responded to the challenge of of hospitality as we've looked at roots of hospitality. We have just, uh, I think, begun the conversation really about hospitality. And my hope is that over the coming months and the year ahead, that we will continue to ask ourselves how we can show others that they're truly welcome here at Bowling Springs Baptist. And so uh, I I want you to know that I see your heart in that. I see that you're holding doors. I see the other ways that you're making others feel welcome. And so please know that those do not go unnoticed. The sermons from here forward as we uh, continue in 2015, in the month of September and into October, will be related to service. We introduced it last week. We're talking more about it today. But one of the natural things that happen as we become more hospitable, as we show exhibit hospitality, is service. Uh, they go, they, the two go together. Unfortunately, like I said, like Clemson or, you know, Joel Dobbins go together. But service and hospitality go together. And so we're going to be looking at that a little bit more as we move into September and October. One of the things that will be happening late September, September 27th, is a class on spiritual gifts that will be led by Dr. Alice Cullinan. And at the end of those four weeks, on October the 18th, I want to go ahead and mention this now. I don't think we've really talked that much about it yet, but we will be having a ministry fair that Sunday night in our LEC. What that will look like is the the care ministry, which is a wonderful ministry here at Bowling Springs Baptist, will have its booth. Uh, The youth ministry will have a booth. The children's ministry will have a booth. The choir and the music orchestra will have a booth. And so all the different ministries of our church will be highlighted. If you are not currently plugged into a place of service, this is where I'm going with this. If you're not currently plugged into a place of service and would like to experiment, would like to learn more, would like to talk to people who are in involved in these different ministries this will give you that opportunity to do that there may be some opportunities for you to shadow someone to see if this is after having gone through the spiritual gifts class and learning more about a specific ministry that you're interested in it may be that you have an opportunity to shadow someone you know sherman would love to, for someone to shadow him up at the soundboard Uh, You could, you know, kind of shadow the choir and see what they're doing, but spend some time with these different ministry leaders and learning more about that and how you can plug in and make a difference, not only here at Bowling Springs, uh, but in the lives of people within this church and within this community. What can we do now? My closing thoughts for Founders Day 2015. What can we do now? Number one is continue to pray. I want to thank you that as our family has come into a new town, new community, I apologize if I'm still uh, forgetful about names. I'm still still learning in that area, still growing, so continue to, to show grace and, and patience in that regard. Uh, but uh, continue to pray. There are certain Sundays that I have stepped into this sanctuary and into this pulpit, and I have felt the prayers of this congregation. And so please continue to pray for the staff and for the coming months ahead. Continue to be faithful in your participation and in your giving, and continue to ask yourself the question, how will the Lord have me to serve Him here through the ministry of Bowling Springs Baptist Church. Sometimes those ministries would happen here at church on Sundays or Wednesdays or during the week. Sometimes one of the ways that you might be able to serve is something out in our greater community, whether it's here in Bowling Springs or through Shelby. Uh, we have a missionary who's serving, in a sense, through Bowling Springs in South Africa that's been there 16, 17 years. And so ask yourself the question, how would the Lord have me to serve through the ministry of Bowling Springs Baptist Church? And the last thing is um, be open to creativity and innovation. I've once heard said that um, the definition of insanity is continue to do the same thing the same way and expect a different result. And I want to challenge us as a church body uh, to be creative and to be innovative in the way that we uh, relate with one another, the way we uh, seek community as a church family, the way we seek to, to tell other people about the good news that's found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to close with an illustration. And, well, the last thing is keep the main thing the main thing. I think as we move forward in ministry, you know, we can get uh, distracted by a lot of different things that, have, that, that need to happen at church. And a lot of times we can forget about the main thing. So let's keep Jesus at the center of it all. Let's learn how to love him more with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. But I want to close with a, with a short story. A little girl came home from church one day and she asked her parents, she said, I'm confused. She said, I I need to know the difference between kindness and loving kindness. She said, when I was in Sunday school, the teacher talked about kindness. And then I went and preached and the preacher talked about loving kindness. And is there a difference? And the mom and dad were quick on their feet. And they shared a little story with the little girl. They said, well, they said, I guess kindness would be if you're hungry and we give you a piece of bread, that's kindness. But if we put peanut butter and jelly on it, that's loving kindness. (laughs) Holly, and Teresa, and all the others who serve in any capacity here at Bowling Springs Baptist, you are the peanut butter and jelly on the bread of Bowling Springs Baptist Church. Your kindness and your loving kindness has been and still is greatly appreciated. So please know, whatever your area of service may be, thank you for being the peanut butter and jelly on the bread of Bowling Springs Baptist Church. We're going to close today with a song by Terry Wallace. And during this song, we're going to use this as our hymn of commitment this morning. And if the Lord is speaking to your heart, if you just want to... um Come to the altar and pray. If you need to talk with me about church membership or uh, you have another need or concern, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to be down front during this time. I'll try not to sit in, in the rocker, but we'll be down front and would encourage you and invite you to come as the Lord leads you this morning. If there's someone that you need to, maybe even during the song, to walk up to and hug their neck or speak a word of encouragement to, uh, feel free to do that as well. But Terry, you come and lead us.
8: like a flood comes flowing down. At the cross, at the cross, I surrender my life. I'm in awe of you. I'm in awe of you. Where your love And my sin washed white I owe to you I owe to you Jesus There's a place Where sin and shame Are powerless My heart has peace with God and forgive. I surrender my life, I'm in all of you, I'm in awe of you, where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I owe to you. I surrender my life, I'm in awe of you, I'm in awe of you. Where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I owe all to you.
0: baptist church located at 307 south main street in boiling springs north carolina come and worship with us at your next opportunity thank you for listening